Aloha Maikako. Aloha. Welcome to Dating with Mana Powered by Pomahina Designs. It's me, Kanoilani Davis. Oh, and it's me, your girl, Kulani Jeremiah Wong. Aloha Kako. Season four, episode three. What the heck is dating anyway? So lately, guys, I've been uh, on this little jaunt with Google, Google, however you want to call her. But I asked Google, why is dating important? And it took me, or she took me, we're going to make Google a girl, okay? So Google took me to um, marriage.com, and it answered with an excerpt saying, dating is an essential step toward finding your forever person. Dating will help you and your spouse develop a friendship, learn to communicate, and see how your futures align. Learn and grow from your experiences together, and you'll see your you will see your relationship progress nope you will see your relationship progress toward marriage what are your thoughts sis (laughs) syllables actions going on over here (laughs) all the syllables um delete this part but i'm just putting it up on the i'm trying to split my screen okay uh dating is an essential step yeah i mean 1,000%. (laughs) I mean, I. Well, because some people think you don't need to date, right? Some people think, I don't need to date, just meet a person, hook up, and boom, they're in a relationship, right? Some people are like that, yeah, but (laughs) I've seen it. I've seen it. (laughs) I've seen it too. Some people also will get married sooner than later. Like, I think time is a good place to um, have with one another uh especially especially when you're starting to one when you're starting to date from a really junk relationship um hopefully you've done your healing and you haven't dated for a while to like discover yourself again but if you haven't you're just jumping from one person to the next yeah definitely just because you're excited about trying to spend something some time with somebody is not always healthy because the wrong person can use it against you so Dating is super important, super, super important. Plus, it gets rid of the representative after a while, you know? Totally. I think that's, and to me, I think that's why it's important to date is because everybody shows up with a representative. But over the course of time, it dwindles. And then you see the reality of it all, right? That's one of the the, um, stages of dating. Okay, so then I asked Google, what is the main purpose of dating? So she took me to Wikipedia where it states, One of the main purposes of dating is for two or more people, that confused me, but two or more people to evaluate one another's suitability as a long-term companion or spouse. Often physical characteristics, personality, financial status, and other aspects of the involved persons are judged. And as a result, feelings can be hurt and confidence shaken. So do you think that's correct? Yeah, 100. Again, you got to do your homework, y'all. You got to give yourself time. Like... Like I said, um, we get excited. Some people get excited because they have somebody there. And that's yeah, cool. No. And that's the stuff that gets you <laughs> in trouble too. Got to be aware. It's called awareness. Yeah. Uh, so giving that time to have that is is important. But I know we, we fall into places where we just like, oh, bliss, love, la, la, la's. Um, but yeah, especially if it's long-term. Yeah, give yourself some time to evaluate yourself and what yourself looks like with somebody else. Yeah. I love that. 
I love that. So the final thing I did was I, I decided, you know, what, I need to do a little bit more digging. And I found an article in Good Housekeeping that was talking about the type of couples that is most or the type of couple that is most successful. They claim that recent research finds we all fall into four relationship categories, but only one is consistently committed. So the four types uh, that they stated were the dramatic couple, the conflict-ridden couple, the socially involved couple, and the partner-focused couple. Oh, interesting. Now, right. So just hearing just the names alone, sis, what do you think is the one that is most successful? Ooh, oh. Just based I don't, on the name. You don't know. Okay, I've okay. Never, I've never heard these ever in my life as a type. Um Ooh, I don't know. Okay. I'm, right, I'm looking right. forward to what you have to say. Yeah. Okay. Let's let's yeah. dig in. So what they're saying that is, um, the University of Illinois surveyed 376 couples, asking them to keep a detailed log of how committed or not so committed they felt towards their partner over a period of nine months, and then they concluded that there are these four distinct couple categories. Okay. So. Um, again, the four categories are the dramatic couple, the conflict-ridden couple, the socially involved couple, and the partner-focused couple. This uh, survey was done by Brian Ogolski, who is an assistant professor of human development and family studies. So what they say is the dramatic couples were most likely to change their level of commitment spontaneously. These couples have a lot of ups and downs and their commitment swings wildly. They oh tend God. to make decisions based on negative events that are occurring in the relationship or on discouraging things that they are thinking. I see you laughing over here that they are thinking about the relationship and those things are likely to chip away at their commitment. What say you, Kanoi Lani? <laughs> I'm just laughing because if there's one thing that I could call my the last person I was with was dramatic like I used to say that all the time like you were so dramatic like I've never met a male who was that dramatic and so I can see how this makes sense that's why I'm laughing I'm like oh that's a real thing oh that's exactly what happened oh okay I see the end result of having that it's probably not always a good thing yeah yeah okay so the second one they talk about is the um, the commitment in conflict-ridden couples also varies greatly. Uh, the professor notes that it doesn't mean they're heading for a breakup. These couples operate in a tension between conflict that pushes them apart and passionate attraction that pulls them back together. Though, he adds, this kind of love may not be sustainable in the long term. So this is like the, this must be like the makeup, breakup sex kind, breakup, makeup sex peoples where they grumble, go come back and do it i don't know i've never done this so i'm like what why would yeah. you want to be that no this is probably my narcissistic relationship um it was Ooh. a way to run away and avoid and oh, it wasn't wow. on my part that was all on one so the drama was on one side and then the conflict written couple like there was one side like yeah and I, I believe that has to come with a lot of fear so they tend to avoid go Dang. out and then come back and then go out and then come back oh lord with those go out and come backs <laughs> yeah one thing i'm over yes thank you jesus all right moving on on the other hand socially involved couples seem to rate much better when it came to commitment levels these couples share a social network and rely on that network to make decisions 
about their commitment. Uh, the professor says, ideally, long-term relationships should be predicated on friendship-based love and having mutual friends makes people in these couples feel closer and more committed. But yeah, I don't know what, I don't want anybody <laughs> else making my decisions. So. Uh, I didn't know, don't know. Okay, now the couples that fared the best were partner-focused couples. These partners are very involved with each other and dependent on each other. And they use what's happening in their relationship to advance their commitment to deeper levels. The professor states that these couples have the highest chance of staying together and being happy over time. I thought, yeah, these are the ones, right? Uh, you pay attention to one another. You're looking at, at what both of you bring to the table. You elevate each other simultaneously. So you're doing it as a whole. This is pretty quick. This is pretty great. And I think that my marriage was like this. Yeah. yeah. Definitely past, like this. My past relationships were like that. It was really helpful. Um, I, I was going to choose that one out of that list, but I didn't choose it only because I wanted to hear what uh, the doctor had to say. But then, because I thought about like with the partner, a healthy partner focused relationship like this could work. An unhealthy partner-focused relationship is where one loses themselves. Oh, yeah. And, um, and I've been part of that where I've lost myself because I put everything into my partner. But my partner also put everything into me. We both lost ourselves. Mm. Um, and we became a family. So, like, I, I do believe that, um, yeah, of, the, of those four, that would have been the one that I would have picked and probably still would pick, you know? Like, I, but I want us to be a team, where every player holds their own and yep. versus, you know, where we depend so much on each other. Like yep. the tendency is appreciated, but it's not necessary. Kind of thing. I love that. And it doesn't always have to be in like a romantically engaged relationship couple, right? Partner focused couples can be partner focused relationships can be best friends who are trying to focus on their on the goal of everything, you know, <laughs> riding, rising up together, yeah. making sure that we both on task. Guys, that's us. Yeah. We got that partnership, that partner focused relationship <laughs> here when it comes to business. Yeah. Business, handle your business. <laughs> but I want to thank you for jumping in and allowing us to kind of, you know, look at what you're thinking when it comes to dating and not dating and types of dating. I, I, I too would have chose the partner focus because I'm very family oriented. I, I'd like to be same, same with the people, but I also know that sometimes they don't, what I learned from my husband is uh, walking into the relationship. I was like, Oh, everything got to be 50, 50, but no, it doesn't. That I learned that from him, but I really, really understood it when we started talking about balancing, how it can be 80, 20, 60, 40, 70, 30, that's still balanced. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, shit, he was right. I just never heard it that way. <laughs> he was right. Yes, yes. Yes, he was right. And I have to thank him for showing me what a partner-focused uh, relationship looks like when it's a healthy one. So, yeah. Oh my goodness. But you know, guys, what we're talking about today is what the heck is dating? Those are just a few things to go ahead and look at, think about, listen to. And if you have any suggestions on on other uh, content that you'd like us to talk about with our dating with Mana, 
Yo, let us know. Podcast at gmail.com. If you're listening on Spotify, there are spaces that you can leave messages for us also on anchor.fm. Let us know, Kako. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Well, thank you for that. I feel a little more uh, intelligent in reasons why we date. So I hope y'all have a great week. I hope your dating season goes well for y'all. Um, signing off from the island of Molokai, it's me, Kanoi Lani Davis. Mahaloing you for joining us every hump day Wednesday. It's your girl, Kulani Jeremiah Wong. Ahui ho ho ho, Kako. Aloha.